Running while pregnant is really controversial amongst many non-runners. Instead of being harmful, a lot of people are surprised to learn that running has a lot of benefits to both the mother and the baby. But is this type of exercise best for you? I'm Leanne Webster, founder of 52 Healthy Weeks, providing fitness coaching and nutrition for women. Today, we're busting the myths about running while pregnant. This is Preggy Pals, episode 55. Um, is that a plus sign? Pink or blue? Hospital or home birth? What type of food should I be eating? I think I just peed myself. I'm pregnant and I have to exercise. What pregnancy glow? Wait, was that a contraction? (laughs) Gotta make these pants fit. I've got cankles. What do you mean there's more than one? You've got the symptoms and now you've got the support you need for a happy nine months. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. Welcome to Preggy Pals, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Preggy Pals is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for expecting parents and those hoping to become pregnant. I'm your host, Sunny Galt. Congratulations to our listener, Samantha Hillstrom. Samantha subscribes to our Preggy Pals newsletter, and each month, one of our lucky subscribers wins a free one-month subscription to the Preggy Pals Club. Samantha is our most recent winner. Of course, our club members get all of our archived episodes, plus bonus content after each new show and giveaways and discounts. You'll also get a free subscription to Pregnancy Magazine. Be sure to download the latest issue of Pregnancy Magazine to check out our full page ad. And you can see our website, preggypals.com, for more information on our membership program. We have a special Mother's Day giveaway going on now. Throughout the month of May, we're acknowledging all the amazing moms out there. You can win one of three prizes. One of the prizes is a Safety First Advanced Solutions collection. It includes the no-touch thermometer, nasal aspirator, oral care set, hairbrush and comb, and nail clippers. You can also win the new Moby Go Carrier, which has all the amazing benefits that the Moby Wrap has. This is a brand new carrier on the market. It is convenient, great for parents on the go with slightly older children. And the other prize is the Peek Away. It's a four-in-one essentials nursing kit. I love this bag. It is so convenient. It's innovative. It is a purse combo with a nursing pillow, a built and changing pad, removable wipes case, and even a nursing cover for those of you who like to cover up when you're out in public. So you can win one of these amazing prizes. Again, go to our website and sign up today. So let's meet some of our panelists here today. Um, if you haven't been tuning into Preggy Pals, you don't know this yet, so I'll make the announcement again. I am pregnant um, with our third baby. We just found out a couple weeks ago, so we are brand new pregnant, <laughs> like it just happened. So a little bit about myself. I'm 35 years old, and uh, due date, I actually haven't even had my first appointment yet, so um, <laughs> I don't know when I'm due. Yeah. Um, I will say that it's supposed to be, if you check out Baby Center and all the other websites out there, the beginning of December. I have two little boys already, and I do know that this is going to be a cesarean due to some complications from my first pregnancy. Amy, what about you? I am Amy, and the proud mommy of three little girls, an eight-year-old, a three-year-old, and a newborn. She is delightful. She's actually sitting on my lap and nursing as we speak. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but I am a writer and blogger uh, at BelovedAtmosphere.com, and I'm happy to be here. Oh, you know what? We forgot to say um, how much experience we have running. When oh, go ahead. I've been running as long as I can remember. I am a um, competitive soccer <coughs> player and um, really enjoy doing yoga as well. So um, running is just kind of part of what I do to stay, you know, fit and, and you know, keep up with everything that I'm trying to do 
sports wise. All right. So I, I do you want to talk about how much I ran yet or? Yeah. Why don't you tell us how much you ran when you were pregnant? While pregnant um, with my first, I played soccer until five and a half or six months. And then with my second, I didn't quite play as long. It was more like four months. I wasn't feeling good. And whenever I feel good, I listen. Or whenever I feel good, I keep going. Whenever I don't feel it, I kind of, you know, scale back. Um, and so I was having some issues and I said, oh, okay. And then with my last, my, my little darling sitting in my lap, I played until five and a half or six months again. So I was very lucky. Wow. I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And joining us on the phone is Michelle. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Hi, thanks. My name is Michelle Restuccia. I am um, a physician assistant. I live in Bristol, Rhode Island. I have a two-year-old daughter who is uh, an absolute gem. And while pregnant, I ran three to five times per week. I also taught a few spinning classes per week and actually got my last five miles in the day my daughter was born. I've been a, I'm a long-time runner. I can't remember when I exactly when I started exactly, but I remember running back, you know, as young as 12, 13 years of age, and it's kind of, it kind of gets me into my place. It's my probably the only time I'm really able to slow down, reflect, and, and just enjoy being. Okay, well, let's talk to Leanne here in the studio. Of course, Leanne's our expert today. Leanne, I want to get your perspective. Did you run when you were pregnant? You know what is funny is I've been a runner since high school, yeah. and I actually did not run during pregnancy. It had nothing to do with my feelings about running while pregnant. Um, it was... Uh, simply that I had really bad morning sickness and um, <clears throat> I just didn't I didn't feel well when I ran however I felt really well when I did other forms of exercise so you know I exercised pretty much every day until I delivered and uh, and I found that that was the one thing that got rid of my morning sickness for a brief 45 minutes to an hour nice hey running anything didn't. that works right I know yeah. running didn't so. right right and everybody's different yep. too. so and we'll talk more about that after the break Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today we are continuing our series on pregnancy exercises, and we all know exercise during pregnancy is important, and it helps to stay comfortable while you're exercising as well. Marjorie from 42 Fitness Maternity Apparel is joining us on the phone. Hi, Marjorie. Welcome to Preggy Pals. Hi. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, Marjorie, what led to you creating your company, 42 Fitness? Well, it was really a natural evolution when I became pregnant in 2009. I'm a fitness enthusiast, and my husband is an entrepreneur. And it became very apparent early on that there were no good choices, nothing flattering, nothing with true performance materials, and nothing really that was celebratory of pregnancy. So we created our own. So what are some of the most popular items on your site? And what are the things that women really like about those items? What people really like about our items is that it gives them confidence. The cute sayings and the designs, they really help moms celebrate rather than have that insecurity that we often have early in pregnancy where well, you're not obviously pregnant yet, but your body's changing and you may need to slow down and tone down your workouts. I think women who are really used to being 
um, very, very active, have a little crisis of confidence and just gives them the fun back. I'd say our most popular items are probably our racerback tanks and our capri pants because these are seasonless and they're totally customizable. There's no built-in support. We all know how your bust can really change quite a bit during pregnancy. There's nothing built in that you will outgrow. They're going to look perfect, whether you're four weeks, 40 weeks, or even postpartum. So what are some of the sayings on the shirts? I know when you go to your website, you can see them. And I, I actually think this is a, such a great idea because I remember working out during my pregnancies, and especially when you're in that time period where people can't quite tell if you're pregnant, sometimes you just want to yeah. announce, hey, this isn't a big lunch. This is my baby. <laughs> so what are some of the right. sayings? <laughs> well, we have a line for just about anything that people would like to do. We have yoga for two. We have running for two, which has little feet. We have cycling for two, which has a little tricycle. All kinds of little graphics that imply the pregnancy. Uh, we have a really popular one called six-pack abs, and it has a six-pack of baby bottles on the belly. <laughs> and we also have a signature line that doesn't have any graphics because we know not everybody is into that. Almost everybody is. Yeah. But some people prefer plain, and then they get the benefit of our great designs and the great fit without necessarily you know, it's something that they're not really comfortable broadcasting to the world. Sure. That is so cute. So cute. Okay. So we talked about this a little bit earlier, but our bodies are constantly changing when we're pregnant. So how does the sizing work for the apparel on your site? For the most part, unless you're carrying twins, people should purchase based on their pre-pregnancy sizing. So if you are a four or a six pre-pregnancy, you're going to be a size small. And we do have a size chart on our website our customer service folks are happy to answer questions as people are on the cusp. But essentially, you can expect that all of our items will fit you. The side ruching and the length is specifically designed very strategically that it will look great when you still have your flat stomach and it will look great when you are about to pop and then it will look great when you're wearing it home from the hospital. It'll fit the whole time. And the pants are the same. They have a three-way adjustable roll. You can pull them up over your full belly you can roll them down underneath the belly or have a mid-rise. So throughout the pregnancy, as your body changes, it will just change with you and, and pop right back to wherever you want it. So exercise clothes can be very expensive. In fact, maternity clothes can be very expensive as well. So how do your prices compare? I think people will find our prices are very reasonable when they consider that we are just in line with other high-end performance apparel companies. And we certainly do not mark up additionally for maternity. I know we have all had that experience where you think, gosh, a simple maternity, you know, tea or tank is so much more money than a regular top. And we don't do that. Our clothing is priced appropriately for performance fitness apparel. We don't mark up for maternity and we're not trimester specific. So people will really get quite a bit of wear out of this. So how can our listeners purchase these items? Well, very easily. You can just come right on our website. It's 42Fitness. You spell it out, F-O-R-T-W-O, just like running for two or eating for two, 42fitness.com. And we have a special offer going on now where if folks in the United States place an order over $100, we're going to ship priority mail for free. So you'll get it really immediately and there's no shipping costs. And if you're international, we can't make that offer, but we can ship anywhere in the world. That's wonderful. Well, 4-2 Fitness is offering a special discount to all of our Preggy Pals listeners. When purchasing items through their website, simply enter promo code MOMMYMEDIA, and I'll spell that out for you, M-O-M-M-Y-M-E-D-I-A, for 20% off your purchase. Well, Marjorie, thank you so much for being on our show, Preggy Pals, and for creating apparel that makes all of us pregnant moms feel more confident and comfortable. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. 
Today on Preggy Pals, we're talking about running while you're pregnant. And our expert, as you already heard from today, is Leanne Webster, founder of 52 Healthy Weeks, which provides fitness coaching and nutrition for women. Welcome, Leanne. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Is running during pregnancy safe? And if it is great, but when is it not safe? Because I'm, I'm assuming this is probably going to vary per person and per pregnancy, right? Absolutely. I think that's a great question. Um, so theoretically, is running during pregnancy safe? Absolutely. Um, there are, there have been so many studies out there that measure, um, you know, the heart rate of the mother and what's going on physiologically in her body and the heart rate of the baby. Is the baby's heart rate increasing while the mother's running? If yes, you know, what does that do to the baby? What does it do to the baby after the mother's uh, now resting, you know, completed the run? And everything shows that it is safe. Um, the the two things you want to consider, though, are um, were you running prior to getting pregnant? Right. If you were not running prior to getting pregnant, it's probably not the best time to start. <laughs> However, if you weren't exercising during pregnancy, um, every study that I've read and every doctor that I've talked to has said that it's it's encouraged that you do start at least walking, doing some form of exercise if you weren't prior. Okay. Um, but don't start running if you haven't been a runner. Um, if you are a runner, then, you know, go ahead and continue running until it doesn't feel good or you don't feel well. So if you start to cramp or bleed, then you'll definitely want to back off the running and, and, and see your doctor and um, there's also four things that you want to look for if you are a runner that's going to continue running. Um, injury, if you have any kind of an injury, you know, stop running until that injury clears. Uh, disease, if there's some sort of a disease that you have that, you know, obviously is not, not recommended that you continue running during pregnancy because that'll take too much from your body. Um, if you're experiencing any type of pain or any bleeding, and obviously there's different degrees of bleeding, so you'll you'll want to you know stop running and see your doctor and um, see what he or she says about that. Why do you think so many people like this is a sensitive subject? It really for a is. lot of people, and I'm I, I I can only imagine that people, especially non-runners, as we mentioned in the intro, are looking at this going that just can't be safe. Right? Why do we Why do we have that in our head? Do you think that beca- because someone's you know, you know, running and there's some bouncy movement. I mean, we think that we're jerking the baby around. Like, where does this come from that this is bad? Actually, I actually, I think you just hit it. Yeah. I think it's because it's it's the 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 physical act of running. So you, you the baby bouncing and the, right. the stomach bouncing, the potential for falling, um, and uh, and people just get fairly judgmental about yeah. that. Um, I think that the critical thing to look at is how comfortable is the mom doing the activity and if she's comfortable with it then um, all studies show that it's perfectly fine and right. it's, and not only fine it's safe and encouraged um, right. it's great I experienced that firsthand as a soccer player I have several girls I, I manage a couple teams here in San Diego and um, continue to play as I mentioned through all my pregnancies and so um, you know, without naming names, <laughs> I would have a couple of friends who were dear friends of mine. And I think that they were just genuinely concerned. And, you know, they would stop playing right when they were pregnant. And, you know, they'd say, I got to stop playing, you know, this is it. And um, for me, I was still training and still, you know, running on the side and, and playing uh, soccer. And um, I just finally with number three here said, look, I never gave you guff about you know, you quitting, yeah. and I'd appreciate it if you would respect my 
desire to keep going, you know, and I had cleared it with my midwives and, you know, physicians and everything. It's not as though I was, you know, doing it against any, you know, health concerns or anything like that. And, you know, had each of my girls was very healthy and, you know, when they were born. And I think had I not done that, it would have been more detrimental. You know, it was such a, it's such a, I think Michelle, you alluded to, it's my release time. It's my downtime. It's my thinking time you know, my adult, my, my time, you know, and it's so important to decompress and have that. It's just such a great stress reliever for us. Michelle, how did people react to you when you were running up until you gave birth to your baby? You know, I have to say, I kind of had the feeling that everyone, every woman that I had encountered who had had a child was an expert in her own right. And a lot of people who thought that I was running and, and teaching spinning had an opinion, and their opinion was such that I was doing the wrong thing. Um, but I think the one thing that those people failed to recognize was, A, the mental health aspect, and B, you have to make changes throughout your pregnancy, and you have to listen to your body. So if you go out for a run and it doesn't feel good, well, then you say, okay, well, this needs to turn into a walk today, or I need to change my pace, or I need to switch things up. Um, so... You know, I would have to agree in that I definitely came across some very opinionated people who thought I was doing the wrong thing. But in talking to my physician and listening to my body, I know that I was safe. And, um, and you know, just giving birth to a healthy, happy baby was further testament to that. Did you have any thoughts of, of not running or not doing the exercise? Um, or was it always something that you had planned to do, Michelle? You know, I... Honestly, I I didn't really have an opinion about it because it's very much a part of who I am. So when I approached my pregnancy, I didn't say, oh, I'm going to stop running or I'm going to change. I said, okay, well, this is kind of what I'll do. And if it isn't right, at that point, I'll make changes. Um, So I, I guess I did plan on continuing to exercise because I didn't really plan to stop. If that, right. makes any sense. that was exactly my experience too, Michelle. I yeah. said I think it didn't even cross my mind because it's so much a part of my life, you know. Right. And so um, when people started saying it to me, I was kind of taken aback mm-hmm. more than anything. Like, when are you going to stop? And it was like, well, I, why would I stop? You know, that's, that's who I am. Yeah. So it's interesting to hear that yeah. from you too. That's good. And you know, and the things that I dealt with were more, you know, how do I deal with my changing body for the first mm-hmm. time in my life? I had breasts, so I had to go out and buy, you know, <laughs> exactly. bras and you know, how do I deal with this growing belly and keep it kind of stable? Um, and then I made changes, you know, I decided around six and a half months that I wouldn't run outside anymore just so that I wouldn't be too far from home or my car or people should something come up. So I started running inside on a treadmill. So you just need to listen it and be safe and use common sense. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Leanne, what are some of the benefits of running to both mom and baby? Well, there there are a ton of benefits. Um, one one of the, the studies that I came across is that um, the babies that are born to running mothers are um, a, a little, just a little bit lower in birth rate, birth weight, and um, that can actually be, but but within good standards. Yeah. Um, but that can actually be really beneficial for the baby later in life because studies are showing that babies that are um, overweight per se or larger when they're born often will have um, obesity issues later in life. Um, The other thing is that uh, the mothers on average are about eight pounds less Mm -hmm. when they give birth. Um, 
they also, I kind of think of running or doing any other type of physical activity when you're pregnant as training. It's like you're training for your own Olympics. Because on the day of delivery, it's like the Olympic Games, right? Sure. Everybody's there. They're cheering for you. (laughs) You have to give the race of a lifetime. You have to push hard. You have to be on target and focus and and do your best. And the baby does too. And so um, I just think that, you know, I know when you exercise, um, it, it creates a stronger mother and a stronger baby for dealing with that Olympic day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would think especially for labor and delivery stuff totally. when you're pushing. Yep. Um, well, and just it, just going through transition and all of the parts where all the parts of birthing. You know, I had three all natural childbirths, if you will. You know, no no interventions whatsoever, and I totally attribute it to staying fit and doing yoga and you know making sure that I exercise my body in preparation for birth. So right. you know, had I not done that, I wonder how it would. I don't want to know how it would have gone. <laughs> right, you know, right. I had three beautiful births, and I attribute it a lot to staying physically active and running while I was pregnant. And and the study. Studies also show that the um, babies tend to tolerate the stresses of labor and delivery much better mm-hmm. when wow. when the mother was an ex- an avid exerciser or runner. Right. And what I mean by avid is that they were working out or running about four to five times a week for at least forty minutes. Right. So um, you know it's it's just really beneficial as long as you're feeling good and right. and comfortable. Right. Well, comfortable. I mean, nobody's really comfortable <laughs> when they run <laughs> or when they're pregnant. Right. The right. <laughs> yeah. As long as your intuitive your uh, intuition is telling you it's okay. Yes. Yes. What are some of the potential risks, Leanne, of running? Um, well, one would be falling down. I mean, it's a very obvious risk, but it's definitely a risk you need to pay attention well, to. Well, your balance is a little off. The it is. Your belly is. It is. You've got to compensate well, for yeah. that. Well, your joints loosen up a lot. Oh, yeah, they relax in yeah. your body, yes, for sure. Exactly, that's exactly. Yeah. Um, so, so obviously to avoid that, you know, you want to run in environments where uh, they're more stable. So, you know, on the road as opposed to a rocky trail would probably be a better choice um, in, in stable new shoes. Um, another risk uh, would be that if you have a tendency to go into early labor, and you'll only know that if you've had multiple births, right. but if you have a tendency, then your doctor may want to limit the running towards the end of your pregnancy because it could induce early labor in, okay. in those, those women who deal with that um, or who've experienced that. And, um, and then another, another risk would be dehydration. Um, mm-hmm. You already need to drink more when you're pregnant, um, but when you add in exercise and and the potential for hot hot or humid weather, um, you definitely want to make sure that you're staying hydrated and that you're eating um, at least thirty or within thirty minutes of doing the run, so that your before or after or both you'll want to eat um, before. Okay, obviously, uh, yeah, you want to eat before, like you know, one to two hours before would be fine. Um, but then you want to replenish your body within 30 minutes. So, so basically when you run, think of it as like you're breaking down your body when you run. Okay. And then you want to build your body back up. Right. By adding in really nutrient dense yeah, foods. the healthy stuff, not yep. the Gatorades. Cause the first, I had morning sickness and I would drink Gatorade cause I wasn't thinking about it. Like 
maybe Gatorade or whatever other stuff they have, you know, like the electrolyte yep. stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's not good. It would make me feel really sick. So that's, I needed to listen to my body. And, yep. And actually, yeah. and I didn't think about that. Playing on the dehydration and Gatorade, um, something that I did that I, I read in a, um, a nutrition book for athletes, but I applied it to my pregnancy was I would make my own Gatorade, which mm-hmm. was water, um, pineapple juice, orange juice, and just a tiny bit of salt. And I still do that today on long bike rides and stuff. Um, or if I'm doing a really long run, I make my own stuff. What is a tiny bit of salt? Oh, a tiny what? bit of salt would be um, about like a, pinch. Um, a pinch. A pinch, yeah. Pinch of salt. Because pinch. sodium is what depletes in your body when you're dehydrated. And so you actually have to have salt because it holds on to the water is how you think of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Yeah. Yep. I love that you made your own stuff. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. So we talked about this a little earlier, but I know, Leanne, you mentioned for you it was uncomfortable to run when pregnant. What were some of the things that you noticed that just didn't kind of work for you? Oh, yeah. Well, one, my boobs, like, became the size of watermelons. Okay, so the bouncing <laughs> and, um, up and down of your breasts, yeah. <laughs> and that was just really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I also carried my baby 100, it seemed like 100% in the front, <laughs> which was great for my butt upon recovery. <laughs> but let me tell you, like, when you're running with, you know, a big old watermelon it, it just it was just really uncomfortable I just felt like it, there was a lot of bouncing going on and right. and early on in pregnancy I I definitely could have run but I just chose to take spin classes and um, do the elliptical and continue with lightweight training um, because it was working for me and and because I really did suffer with um, extreme nausea Right. So the running kind of, I think, just moving around that much, it didn't work for me. Right. And Michelle, I'm assuming that your situation is a little bit different since you continued um, to run. So was it more comfortable for you running? Well, um, I can't necessarily say it was more comfortable because it was definitely different. And, you know, I'm more comfortable running non-pregnant. But it wasn't so bad that I wasn't able to run. It was just a matter of getting used to the changes that your body was, was or my body was bringing on, and um, and again, listening to it. I mean, there were some days where I felt, you know, a little tight, or I didn't feel like I was up for a run. And those days, I would do, I would go to the gym and use the elliptical, or I would go to a spinning class. Um, but yes, as my body grew, it became a little less comfortable. You know, one thing that I've been thinking about as we've been talking about running, sometimes people have different ideas of what running actually is. I mean, is it jogging? Is it is it walking at a fast pace? So maybe we should define that. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's a great question, Sunny. Um, running is considered a weight-bearing activity. You are lifting your feet up off the ground a little bit higher than you would when you're walking. And your knees are, are bending a little bit more. And, um, and, and walking would be considered non-weight-bearing activity. Um, so, so with the running, there's all types, right? There's, there's jogging. And then there's fast jogging, and then there's what some might be considered like sprinting, a raw, a, yeah. like a, a strong run, mm-hmm. and then there's like an all-out sprint where your heart rate is, you know, at ninety-five to one hundred percent of its maximum. Right. Um, so that's how I would uh, explain running. So when we come back, we're going to talk about how you can monitor your body to ensure both you and baby are safe. Plus, can you run too much while pregnant? We'll be right back. This episode is made possible by PwC. It's getting hot out here. Moving the mercury can help move your business. PwC helps turn sustainability theory into real-world action. 
Reduce your carbon footprint while increasing transparency in net zero commitments. Start with reporting to identify your climate risks and reinvent your business. Create a more sustainable business and a stronger planet. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Welcome back. Today we are busting the myths about running while pregnant. Leanne Webster of 52 Healthy Weeks is our expert. So Leanne, how should women be monitoring their bodies to ensure safety while running? Um, I think there's, there's, there's two things you can do. Um, one of them, it, it's something that we refer to as the rate of perceived exertion. Um, and, and we'll just keep it simple by saying 1 to 10. Okay. So 10 is I'm doing an all-out sprint. There's no way I can talk. There's no way I can go any faster. And there's no way I can breathe any harder. You know, unless you're an Olympian that is really, you know, has all physicians surrounding her during this, I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest doing the all-out <laughs> sprints. Um, rather, I would do what is, is called the talk test. So if you can run and still talk to the person next to you, then you're probably at what would be considered a safe zone. And your, your, your cardio zone is when you're training between 65 to 85% of your maximum heart rate. Um, I believe that you, know, you should probably stay more at the 65 to 70% while pregnant, just, just for a variety of reasons, so you don't completely wear yourself out, um, so that you, if you were to fall down, you're not falling at a faster pace. Right. Um, and, and just, um, comfort level, right? I mean, you, you are running for two and I think that that's what needs to be kept in mind. And I would get, I think your body talks to you too. I think Michelle had alluded to that. I would get, um, kind of lightheaded or feel it's not like the endorphin high. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you definitely get like a nausea kind yes. of thing you were saying. Yep. And I get shortness of breath and things like that. So my body tells me when I need to kind of scale back. Sure. I think it, it talks to you. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Michelle, what did you notice when you were running? How did your body tell you, you know, when you should slow down or when you should cool it? You know, I typically went, um, I never used the calculations with my heart rate and I just used rate of perceived exertion. So like you said, if I could carry on a conversation, or I would always use a singing test. Like if I could sing along with music, if I was listening to music or get some lyrics out, then I would think that I was okay. Um, certainly breathing becomes a little more difficult only because you have more pressure on your diaphragm and um, and you're carrying extra weight and your heart is having to work harder to push around all the extra blood that you have. So your abilities do change somewhat during pregnancy. And, um, and I don't think it's safe to go into it thinking or, or perhaps safe isn't the best way to put that, but I don't think that you should go into pregnancy thinking that you'll run at seven months with the same gusto that you're running pre-pregnancy. So you have to work with all those changes that your body's going through and adapt as you go along. Oh, that's really good advice. Can running get too, t- I mean, can you run too much, um, Leanne? Like, even if you're a trained runner and you've been doing this, um, is there some point, I mean, can you run every day? If you if you usually did, you know, two runs a day, can, can you do all of this or does it get to a point where it's... That's a good question. Um, can, you, can you run every day? Well, I would never tell any of my clients to do, to, to exercise every single day because I think that whether you're pregnant or not pregnant, you always need to have one rest day in there and then, you know, maybe two depending on um, how conditioned of an athlete you are. Um, can you run too much? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're, you're, um, 
you're creating a new life inside of you and um and your body needs to have the um the nutrients and the energy to do that and when you run especially you know long distances um you're depleting those so i think it's just important to listen to your body and to really um pay attention to how you feel and uh, I think if you do that, then you'll know where that cutoff line is and where you need to taper back and, and maybe, you know, take a rest day or um, instead of a one-hour run, do a 45-minute run. Right. So. What are some ways pregnant women can reduce potential injuries when running, right? Because we're dealing with different things, you know, our, like we said earlier, our balance is a little bit off and, um, you know, our bodies are just changing. So how do Get we deal that with that? super sports bra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so yeah. Don't, don't knock break. yourself off. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I would say, uh, go to, go to REI, right? Cause oh, they, yeah. they have some of the, the toughest sports bras out there. <laughs> I'd go make REI your first stop. Um, I would also, uh, I've talked to a lot of people, women who ran during pregnancy and, as they um, entered the second, the last part of their second trimester, um, they started wearing a support belt. And for them, that really helped. Um, obviously, you know, good running gear, yeah. like good shoes, stable shoes. And um, I like the idea of staying close to home. Um, so maybe even as you, you know, near that third trimester, getting on a treadmill. And, um, and if you're at a gym on a treadmill and something does, you know, start to go wrong, there will be plenty of people to notice that you need a little bit of help. Sure. Oh, and 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 then um, another thing, just to stay safe, remain safe. Uh, hydration. Yeah. Hydration, and and like you said, um, stopping and you know, if you feel lightheaded, don't push through. That's not the time to push through. Right. Um, so, Leanne, for people that are listening to this episode that are runners, you know, they were runners prior to getting pregnant, they're runners now, they would like to continue to run during their pregnancy. Many people like to do these long runs. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, whether it's a, like a marathon or just something you do on your own, uh, your body needs some time to recuperate. So is there any advice or information um, that you think people need to know about how your body recuperates when you're pregnant? Sure. So, um so, like I said before, um, you're you're running. You're now running for two, right? And so, um, one of the things um, you have to remember is that um, relaxin is is a hormone that's being released into your body that causes you to become more flexible. And a lot of runners will um, stretch after their run. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think it's important to note that you want to um, just be mindful of how how um, much pressure you're putting on your joints and how far you're stretching. Um, so that I'd say stretching is part of the recovery process. Um, your your heart rate needs to come down to a normal level. And that means that um, you're going to you're going to want to run and then, you know, walk for a, a block to finish it off and and let that heart rate come down. Um, your baby's heart rate also needs to come down. Um, because I don't think I mentioned that your baby's heart rate does become elevated when you work out. Oh, wow. That's yep. interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes which, sense. Which is perfectly fine for the baby, but but that baby's heart rate needs to come down just as much as yours does. And and can the baby's heart rate come down just as quickly, or are there things we need to keep in mind with that? Um, you know, to be honest, I don't know the answer to that. It's a pretty pretty scientific yeah, answer. Yeah, it's a medical and, question. And really. actually, in all the studies that I did, I, I never ran into that um, okay. to I, I haven't uh, 
Well, anything else really in life, like it's amazing how our bodies are so in sync with our babies. So, you yep. know, I would imagine yep. that, you know. And then your, bro- your blood pressure also yeah. needs to come down to a normal level. Right. So in order for all that to happen, um, you know, take some time to walk at the end of your run. And then when you get home, carve out, schedule in time for recovery, yeah. rehydration, and eating. Because those are incredibly important things, and you you don't want to um, get your body to a point where your glycogen stores and your liver are depleted, and your baby and you are not um, getting the nutrients, and and your blood sugar's too low. Sure. Well, thank you, Leanne, for joining oh, us. Oh, you're welcome. Today. I love coming. Thank you. <laughs> for more information about Leanne, our expert, as well as our panelists, visit the episode page on our website. This conversation continues from members of our Preggy Pals Club. After the show, we're going to talk about this interesting question Can running actually make your baby smarter? Yes, you heard me right. Leanne's going to explain more. If you want to join our club, there's more information on our website, preggypals.com. Before we wrap today's show, here is Jennifer Durbin with some pregnancy tips for the clueless chick. Hi, I'm Jennifer Durbin, the author of Pregnancy Tips for the Clueless Chick and the mother of two wonderful little boys. I've got some great tips for you for planning your maternity leave. Believe it or not, it's never too early to start planning your maternity leave. And if you plan to go back to work, you'll want to start thinking about daycare sooner rather than later. In some cities, you may need to register your little one for daycare when you're only 12 weeks pregnant, so plan ahead. Before you let your boss know that you're expecting, it's a good idea to have your maternity leave plans all worked out. So start reading your company's leave policies, including short-term disability, and look into FMLA, the Family Medical Leave Act. Your HR department or a trusted coworker who's taken maternity leave are other fabulous resources. When you talk to your boss, he or she will likely want to know when you're due, how long you plan to be on maternity leave, and if you'll be returning to your current work schedule. So make sure you and your partner have worked through all of these details beforehand. But keep in mind, once you hold that little bundle of joy in your arms, all of your carefully laid plans may be thrown right out the window. If you do decide to go back to work, don't underestimate how challenging your transition back may be. Not only will you be readjusting to work, you'll also be adjusting to your baby's new childcare routine. You should also keep in mind that your first week back at the office will be very draining, so it's a good idea to plan to take Friday off to recoup. The worst thing you can do is run yourself ragged trying to do everything, so plan for that extra day of vacation. You can also save yourself a bit of transition stress by having the little one start daycare the week before you go back to work. That way you have plenty of time to ease into your new normal. But most importantly, take into consideration the financial implications of your plan so that you're fully prepared for what lies ahead. For more great tips, visit cluelesschick.com. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Preggy Pals. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Parent Savers, for parents with newborns, infants, and toddlers, and our show, The Boob Group, for moms who breastfeed their babies. Next week, we're talking about cesarean sections. How can you heal from a birth experience that didn't turn out the way you intended? This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode 
are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.